Welcome back everyone. This is The 23 and I'm Chris Kirkby. Today's guest is Jacob Ark. Jacob is a self-healer since the age of 20 and he's taken part in the juicing business for seven years. He, he helps people with nutrition and helps them to heal. He's been exploring the world since 2012 and now he's in The 23 studio to talk to us about it. Jacob, welcome to The 23. My pleasure, Chris. Thank you very much for inviting me. No, the pleasure's mine, Jacob. Pleasure's mine. Um, before, right, we, I always like to ask like a, like a different question before we get into the key topics. Um, with and just a, I think it might be a good tip that people can just take and grab and use straight away. What would you say, best recipe for a morning smoothie, for the morning, for a wake up? Well, medical medium heavy metal detox, especially for those who have a clogged livers uh removing heavy metals from the body is very essential part so there goes uh cilantro blueberries uh spirulina uh wheatgrass powder uh if if available you can mix it with uh banana or uh, some sort of uh, fruit of your choice maybe a little bit of water uh if you have uh, atlantic dolls or kelp you can put that in so you have the complete mix and blend it and enjoy it there we go Easy. There we go. So if people don't take anything else from this episode, they've got a morning smoothie sorted, ready to go. Um, I, uh, I, I mean, I came across you, Jacob. A friend, a friend of mine um, said you should speak to Jacob. Um, I think you'll find him interesting. Um, and, I, and, I, and I did. I saw a post from you, and, and it was particularly relevant that, uh, for me that day. Um, uh, with what's going on in the world right now, lots of fear. Uh, people making strange decisions, uh, logic and common sense seems to be going out of the window on a on a daily basis because of that fear. And what you said about fear was really, really interesting. So rather than me trying to paraphrase and and uh, butchering your words, if you like, um, I'd love to for you to go into fear, the like you did in that post. But if anything, elaborate more because it was really interesting. Yeah, I mean, my relationship with fear uh, started when I was a little kid because uh, for some reason uh, at the age of eight, uh, I started wake, waking up from sleep crying that I don't want to die. So that was somehow my first uh, really uh, big fear. And I look at my hands and I felt like this body one day is not going to be here. And it was very uh, difficult for me. Uh, so that, that's where it started. Um, and uh, since then, I was getting... Uh, sick and sick and sick over and over and i didn't know uh often what it was so i the fear came always back that i'm gonna i'm gonna die i'm gonna get, get sick i'm gonna die so there was one of one form of fear so i was somehow in relationship with the fear for for a long time in my life and the second fear is for me was flying and i was traveling for past seven years uh flying almost every month every three months so uh i had to somehow come into peace with with fear and uh i started learning what how how can i do that because it was very frustrating and i didn't want to live in fear so um the solution came in that instead of hiding away from it uh running away from it pretending that it doesn't exist the right way to deal with it is actually to get to know it to make connection with it to sit with it make a friendship uh, uh acknowledge it recognize it when it's coming and uh, that's actually a way better way uh, how to deal with fear. It's like uh, if we believe that there is a monster under the bed, uh, we're going to probably, our mind is so capable of creating so many uh, horrible stories, ideas. And then if you find the balls and look below the, the, the bed, uh, you might find out that there either is no uh, monster or it's just a little, little thing that uh, once you know it, the fear gets smaller. Okay. So... When I mean, I mean you, you're talking about you know very personal, very personal fear. Um, how would you relate your your technique, if you like, to dealing with fear, to the kind of the external forces that people will be experiencing now all over the world? So when people see things on the news, and it's not necessarily a fear of the news, but the the subject matter causes paranoia and 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 a level of fear of you maybe doing day-to-day -day things that they would normally do, uh, go to the supermarket, uh, visit friends, family. How would you say you would take your technique and apply that to something like that? 
Well, you, first you have to start with what kind of information you, you're creating your own uh, mindset through what kind of information you're letting in into your brain. So what kind of news you're watching, uh, what kind of friends you're having around. Uh, if you're hanging around with people who are um, bringing more fear into your life, who are creating these, uh, in, uh, creating these stories bigger and bigger. Obviously, it's not about not being real about what's going on in the world, but do you necessarily need to feed yourself with that stuff? and uh, feed your mind with it and then spin on it. I'm a very mental person, so I really have to care uh, about what kind of information I put in my head because my head, uh, if I'm not doing my mindfulness, it tends to really spin on it. And uh, that's not healthy for a long time. So I would say starting with what kind of information, what kind of environment, uh, and always trying to find the positive part of it. I know that the, what's going on, it's uh, it's very difficult to see any light uh, for for many people. But if you if you realize that we're in transformation, we're going through some sort of uh, changes. Then uh, knowing that we're we're awakening, we're uh, the darkness is coming to the surface. We're able to see more uh, of the real world where we're living that uh, was always there, but now it's coming to the surface. So from there, we can do something about it. We have to first see the things for what they are. And from there on, we are able to uh, take action. So I think uh, that was a little bit longer explanation, but it's about, it starts with where, what kind of information we're feeding in, what kind of uh, stuff we're letting in. Because if, if you don't let the fear in, it, it won't affect you. Uh, maybe you said that it, uh, that uh, comment affected you or resonated with you that specific day. Is there any specific fear that was around that moment that I can relate to and it was yeah it wasn't my fear it mm -hmm. was it was almost me recognizing the the fear and the paranoia i've seen in others and i thought what you were saying is you know because that's what i thought to myself i think i remember walking into the um, my 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 living room the tv was on and i remember that um, i think it was sky news was on and i was like this, the way that this information has been delivered, I mean, I could see from well, my opinion, it was designed to scare people. It was designed to create fear. And I was thinking, how is this? I mean, the information I'm sure is important. That's fine. But how is this helping people deal with a crisis as they label it? How, how is that helping? Surely some, um, a way of co a common sense approach of delivering the information to make people aware of risks, things they can do to protect themselves and a general way to go about life. But it, say, it seemed to be, be more centered around um, rules, regulations, um, consequences of, 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 of not doing um, any certain specific rule, lots of contradiction, lots of confusion where rules in the UK anyway, where rules apply in some areas, but not others. Mm. And it, I think causes, like I say, the, the confusion. And then there's the fear of everyone not wanting to put a foot wrong because they're, I think with, with breaking rules or doing the wrong thing, because they may not know about a rule or restriction, then there's a, a paranoia of uh, the judgment from other people. Oh, they're not doing what they should be doing. Why not? Mm. And then, so people are a little bit more afraid of other people. And it, so it was that kind of thing running through my mind that day or that morning. Mm -hmm. And then I saw, um, and I saw your post and I was like, that is interesting in terms of what I just thought when I looked at mm -hmm. that screen. So that's why, that's the example, if, if that helps. Awesome. It's interesting to see, and you have seen it for yourself, how the news influence not only you in that moment, but it, how, it, how, how that influences uh, the society and the, why they're designed this way. Uh, because uh, we are easier to be manipulated when we are in fear, when we are full of fear. So, and that's unfortunately the most of the media is, is in, with the, within that ag agenda. So uh, knowing that is, and moving away from those news, uh, I think it's, it's, it's the healthy move. It's one of those healthy, especially for the mind, because when, when I do, when we work on healing, it's dealing with body, mind, and uh, energy, spirit. So uh, it's sort of healing as well to remove this negative stuff from your life. Imagine if, if no, nobody was watching the news, everybody would be uh, connected with the moment, with the now, 
and uh, you can still respect some some um, rules and norms that make sense but most of those uh, rules actually don't make much sense if especially if you look at the numbers from the official uh, cdc and those number those um, institutions so unfortunately that's 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 part of the what i said that we are we're the the world is the light is coming uh, uh and it's showing us what the world really is and what what is not and what the agendas are of of some of those uh institutions and what they really they they want us to be a uh, good people who follow the rules uh and do the stuff that we are supposed to do work uh deliver our job or give our time and uh be a good citizens but uh there is not much freedom in that so maybe we will get into that with the later questions okay um i uh, you mentioned something about the world being in transition before so what, what do you mean by like how do you see it? i mean i i can i can see what you mean i there's definitely a, a big change and the way that we have to live our lives right now is a is a big change in tra transition um people working completely differently than they did before so if, in your eyes jacob what how is the world in transition when the way you look at it? Well, I have been expecting this transition to come quite a, a, some time uh, because I felt um, when I when I started traveling and I had the, this uh, seven years of freedom, I started observing things and I was in different countries and I was able to see different angles and I was able to uh, analyze more than normal people do because normal people have to stick with the work. Uh, you focus on your family, you provide for your family. But I was given the, this uh, freedom of just being able to focus on what I want and, and seeing it from different angles. And uh, I have noticed that we're... Uh, the world is being controlled by certain uh, things when it comes to money. It's it's we're it's built around that kind of concept of being in control. Um, uh, there is some agenda that uh, that's going on, and uh, it's uh, people behind banks, people behind uh, governments, are uh, just want to stay in control of of our lives at some point. It's uh, to a certain degree we have our freedoms, but uh, it's not. Um, that's why the vaccination, uh, that's why these, these um, rules, that's why all this stuff that's going on with COVID, even though part of that is real, but part of that is also trying to see how far uh, there can be restriction put and how, how far we will follow. So I see that uh, all this, in my perspective, is we're going through transition to, uh, so we can really see the real world where we're living in, uh, the, the real, uh, consequences of our choices uh, that we follow things through without thinking. So uh, we're changing some, some of us are awakening, uh, seeing things differently, uh, seeing the, the, the real true uh, reasons why things happen. And some of us are still uh, discovering. And I think all this, this movement that this was happening with COVID is helping us also to see more of the agendas, more of the, the stuff that's, that's really going on why uh, they want us to, to wear masks, even though they really don't protect us much. When, if you have uh, eyes uncovered, then, then, then you go to the court, you can take it off because then it doesn't apply. Like if you just question things with your common sense, I think it's, it's very interesting to observe this situation and make some conclusions and investigate a little bit deeper. And I think that's where, for example, London Real gave us a lot of, uh, a lot of insights. Uh, I think they do a lot of work for us, for people to see things more clearly. So um, that's what I call the transition. I think we're we're awakening to the reality, and uh, some of us will keep sleeping, and some of us will hopefully uh, awaken and come together to to create a better uh, solutions for, for for the world where we're living in. Okay, and what does um you know what does what would do some better solutions uh, for the world we're living in look like to you? Well, if you look at the medical system only, for example, so uh, why is it that there are so many people uh, looking for uh, health information outside the medical system? If the medical system would work, then you go to the doctor, uh, you get fixed, uh, you get the answers, uh, and then you heal. But that's not, that's not how it works for majority of the people once you start investigating. As, as far as you're healthy, you can look at it that way. But once you start getting into real troubles, you will see very quickly and many people discover that that you don't really get the answers that you need to get uh and um 
the medical uh, area is unfortunately trained to just to have a narrow point of view. So um, even though there are doctors and people who really want to help people, uh, they don't have the information that they need. They don't see the, the full picture so they can really help you out. And that was my case. So when, when I was, uh, I got acid reflux when I was 20 years old, uh, I supposed to have a surgery. That was, that was the final solution. And uh, there was after appendix uh, surgery. And I, at that moment, I decided I don't, I'm not going to go for it because I had a lot of complications with the uh, simple appendix surgery. So I said, this is not the way. And uh, I spoke English at that time. And I started researching uh, online and trying to see what kind of solutions I can do. And I have applied through 15 years so much, so many things that you can find on the internet. And it took me 15 years to come to uh, reliable sources and... Uh, understand what needs to be done on the physical level, but on the, in the mind as well, <clears throat> and how to manage my energy because that, that was part of the healing. So I have seen this medical system not working well, and there are other systems that we have in place that are not working for the people. They are there for, um, again, it comes to the agendas. Uh, they want us to be a good citizens. They want us to be doing what, uh, what um, just not to ask questions, not to, not, to, not to investigate on our own, just to do and follow uh, the crowd. So if you look at the education system, that's how it's designed. It's not designed to, to, uh, uh, to expand your, uh, your freedom and expand uh, your vision and do be creative and follow up your intuition. Nobody's telling, speaking about intuition, which is such an important thing. And um, it's, it's, again, it's designed for us to be uh, more boxed in uh, human beings than uh, explore uh, who we really are and what kind of powers we have because uh, we, are, we don't receive the full truth about what we can do as a human beings, how we are connected all together, uh, what kind of powers we have. So um, that's the, those would be the things that we, uh, I believe, are coming to be changed because a lot of people can see through this uh, already. And uh, it's just a matter of time where we will cross the, the, uh, the majority of people to understanding and seeing it the, the same way. And I think all this situation is helping us to, to question things, to, to look at things from different angles and uh, see what we find. That's, yeah, it's really interesting, Jacob. And you picked up on something about, you know, when you didn't want to go for the, uh, the surgery in the end. and. And you know, in the in your in your introduction, I mentioned that it's a self healer since the age of 10, 20. So I think it's probably a good good idea to de to really dive into what a self healer is, because I think maybe from people outside, it's uh, people assuming that we're talking about individuals that believe if they cut their arm wide open, they can just close their eyes and and what and, and it will heal. So let's 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 dispel the myth. And let's get into what a self-healer actually is and how it works. So to start to, to dive into this, we first need to ask ourselves what really health is because nobody's asking that question. So, and that's uh, through the journey of my life, I have first thought that, okay, if I'm going to be eating the healthy foods, I will take care of my body, I will exercise, I will be healthy. That was my first uh, mindset and I went... Uh, into it with with the full force and i was juicing i was exercising i was uh living a, a very healthy lifestyle i tried to eat. i went to the point where i tried to be vegan not to even eat any not to drink coca-colas not to not to eat anything fried and stuff so i was really focused on just the physical body and um it didn't solve all my issues uh because my mind was very overactive and it was spinning on fear mainly on fear from the dead or for or the flying and or worrying too much so I have learned that uh, it, we are not able to heal if we are focusing only on the body. And then I started exploring the mind. I said, okay, then what, is, what, is, what about the mind? And uh, if the mind is so powerful, let me just manipulate everything from my mind. I will just be, be uh, well in my mind and that's going to resolve everything else. But uh, obviously, if you're going to be eating all your life McDonald's, you're going to get the bill at the end of the day. So at some point. So that pure logic just brought me back to the, the, the balance thing. I said, okay, then it has to be balanced between the body and the mind. And then I started exploring energy, which is uh, energy is everything there is. Uh, and um, 
even the body's energy, the, the, the mind and the thoughts, but it has a different, um, we exchange energy with people around us, uh, even the environment, uh, the news uh, bring you some sort of feelings. That's also how, how that affects you. So basically health is a balance between the body, mind, the energy, how we manage our energy. And there is one more thing that I discovered, which is, uh, or I didn't discover it, but uh, in my life, I realized that's important for health as well. And that's uh, resolving our uh, stories and beliefs and past like traumas, the, the, the childhood traumas that we uh, spin around. It's uh, most of us uh, who have grown up in a families that are not perfect. And that's most of us. Uh, we learn certain things, certain way. We uh, put ourselves in a box. That's who we are. This is who we are. This is how we should act in this situation. So, uh, and some of those patterns are even from the past lives. So we have to really uh, look into those and resolve them because if we don't resolve them, the, the, the stuck energy will create a, a problem for us in the long run. So, that's, that's basically what the health is for me, uh, the balance between the body, mind, uh, energy, and the, uh, resolving the childhood and past life trauma so we don't block, so we, the energy can flow through us. And with that, um, that's, that's like the recipe. And then you have to get uh, and find the right tools for each individual because everybody's different. So your mind might not be spinning as much as my mind does. Uh, your body might be in a different state uh, than my body is. So applying the right tools and creating the right balanced lifestyle for yourself, that's basically how each of us uh, can uh, become a self-healer. But we need to understand how we work, how the body works, how the mind works, uh, how to deal with the energy, how it affects us. And most of us are not aware of those things. So because nobody teaches us that. So you either learn that through your life if you have, but it, it, it took me most of my life. I have been in juicing industry for seven years, just seeing how, how juices are helping people to, to recover from, from the, their physical issues, which I was surprised. And it, it comes down uh, up to uh, issues that uh, nobody tells you that they are curable. So uh, I have been uh, reading a lot from uh, and visiting uh, Gerson Institute there. They have a re uh, record of healing uh, cancer patients, which nobody wants to speak about because the pharma would lose profits if, if, if uh, somebody would really get out of this information on a big scale. If media would put this out, then the pharma can don't have any anymore the, the space for their profits and keep rolling the, the same stories, but uh, it's their business. I mean, they're trying to keep their business. So, but there, there are different ways and um, they don't want us to know. And uh, people, it's difficult to, to also believe once you, if you have from nine, from 10 people around you, nine people will tell you that you have to go for chemo, then that's what you remember that you're supposed to be doing for, for this kind of issue. And nobody tells you that cancer is also, if you accumulate uh, bad emotions and if you don't work with that, uh, that that's also how, how you can get sick. So we don't get this uh, concept. Nobody explains to us. So um, that's, that's how we can really grasp the power and, take the responsibility back in our hands because we're always trying to look for the solution outside of us. We think that the doctor is going to help us. If it's not the doctor, then it's the alternative medicine. Uh, then it's the homeopath. If it's not that, then it's, it's going to be the yoga teacher who's going to sh show you the way. But what we don't realize is that we have the power. We just don't have the, the awareness of how to grasp it, how, how, how to work with it. So what, I'm, what, I'm, what I have learned and what I have applied uh, is to learn that I, I need to keep the power within myself and know that I have the power. And starting with that uh, point of view, a lot of things can really be resolved within our, my own hands. Sometimes you obviously need to outsource. If you, need, uh, if, you have a, if you have an attached entity to your body, you need someone who have the skill to, to, to help you with that. Uh, if you, uh, sometimes you might need acupuncture, sometimes you might need a massage. So there are moments where you need the help from the outside. But there are a lot of things, self-cleaning stuff that you can do for your body, for your mind. You can learn how to manage your own energy, how to create lines between people so people don't steal from you the energy. Uh, so exploring those options gives you the, brings the power back to you. And from that uh, perspective, you can really heal yourself.
So knowing what you're doing and knowing which sources are the sources that can really provide you with the right information because there is so much misinformation and that's why most people who are looking outside of the medical system are still struggling to find, uh, to get to the point and uh, understand what really can help them. So I hope that was a long explanation. I hope no, no, you, you, no, long, long is good because it means detail. Um, so no, it's, it's interesting because I think, you know, one of the most that one of the most simple concepts running through what you were saying there was it, I think con control maybe maybe not the wrong word not the right word but it's the closest word I can think of to why I'm why I'm using control is because of of what we we're just talking about fear mm -hmm. and if you can if you have the understanding of at least elements of control within what you can do for your mind for your body and your health then you know that there's that you have some power you don't need to be afraid of everything definitely definitely you, right right there you're demonstrating to yourself well I, I have this power i can do this and i you know i i do believe that you know the emotions that you feel on a day-to-day -day basis and the way that you look at the world and what you do for people or how you view other people's uh, happiness and success will be telling on your body and your mind as you get older um, you know I, I think that you know you've got to be happy for people you've got to try and give to people as much as you possibly can um, you know within reason so that you're always doing these things so it's a positive experience through life and I think that you know if people allow themselves to be consumed by bitter emotions then ultimately there's there, the only thing that's waiting for you there is pain and do you know what you're probably going to feel pain along the journey too which is what a, what a bad way to have to go through life. Um, you know, cause I, I, I do it on a day to day every now and again, I'll get sucked in um, and I'm feeling, um, you know, I get, oh, this is not quite right. And I want to change this. And, but I'm thinking anything good I've ever achieved in my life. I never achieved it by thinking like this. So you mm. need to snap out of that and, and get to where you know, some people will call it a higher vibration. Some people will just call it a better state of mind. You may refer to it as, um, a more pure energy flow. Um, but either way, however you want to label it or describe it, for me, I think that that's a key thing to pay attention to because it's, that's where the control is. And there is no better feeling than what, what you were describing about energy flowing. I, I can relate to that, maybe not on the, the same level of detail, but when I'm having a good day and I'm doing the things I love doing and connecting with people and, um, and helping people achieve more, there's no tiredness in me. I don't get tired. I when I podcast now, like I'm talking to you, I've said this to quite a few of my guests when we've talked sometimes off the air, do this all day. I can do this all day. The only thing I might have to do is stand up every now and again. Cause you know, sitting for long periods can uh, get pretty wearing. But other than that, don't get tired because I love doing it. Awesome. Um, and that's because there's a connection and there's energy flowing, like you say. Um, so I get what you're saying. Cause the control, it, and having that control and influence over your own life and, and physical destiny, if you like, is it's a big thing to remove the epidemic that seems to be on the, on the planet, especially at the moment, is the fear. Um, so well, that's really good. This is exactly it. If people would, uh, the, 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 they, we're speaking about a viral uh, issue. So uh, I was de dealing with viral issues since uh, I was having monoclonal, which is Epstein-Barr virus, and uh, that was since I was a kid. So I have been living with this and uh, for a long time, and that's a virus that causes cancer in the end if you don't if you don't uh, work with it. So um, and most of us most of us have this, but it, if if the immune system is balanced, it will take over that stuff. And the same thing with the COVID thing. Uh, it's, it's it's a very similar thing. So if people would knew all these basics, they, they would not be scared. They would not be scared because they knew that, okay, I can do this, I can do that. Uh, I know how this works. I can improve on this side. I can do this. I will not worry. Uh, if they would knew that the worry and the stress is causing the main damage on their body, they would, there would be a different approach. But uh, this is where we are. It's learning. It, it, it's exactly that. It's that, that you know, I'm, um, I think I remember at the beginning of it all, I think I got sucked in a little bit and I was like, oh my God. And, and I think I had a bit of a panic and then I kind of stepped back and was like, Hang on a minute. <laughs> this doesn't. This is not quite making sense to me. And I, um, 
and then like like you say i i had i'm lucky i had some knowledge to do with you know like nutrition and food i'm thinking well if it's if it's a if it's a flu like virus then i just need i just need my zinc my vitamin d my vitamin c and i eat well i exercise and i need to relax and as far as i'm concerned i'm not people might find this flippant and i don't mean it in any disrespect uh, but I, you know, I'm not, I'm not afraid of of COVID nineteen at all. Like, and even if I did get it, I again, just not not even a part of me that's worried about what the long term effect to be. I'll just be, just dust it off when it comes along because I know that I'm doing the right things, and I know my head's in the right space. To if you know the if I did contract it, I would imagine that a lot of people might really panic for their for their health, which is actually just plummeting your immune system into the floor because you're in a state of fear and panic um so no it's it is important like you say jacob i'm um, i'm curious because you, you had to do this journey this sort of self-discovery to self to self-heal and so when there must have been a time during this whole whole process you've been through where you felt like lost because i think sometimes to really find your path i think you have to hit a point where you lost so what was what was that for you that i remember pretty clearly uh there was uh in colombia i felt suicidal uh it was after uh, i separated with my ex uh i there was a trip uh from miami to san francisco i just bought a car i wanted to do it in the middle we we uh, quit our relationship i made it to san francisco and then i flew to colombia and uh I was having everything that, uh, uh, when it comes to the physical world, that someone might think of. I have been having five years prepaid. Uh, I don't have to worry about money. I can travel wherever I want. I can do whatever I want. I was in a new city. I was in Medellin. I rented a beautiful Airbnb apartment with the view, with the rooftop pool. And uh, I was just not happy. I was, and I was not happy. I was depressed. I was really, uh, it got me to the point where I was standing on the terrace and I said, I don't see any light. I don't see why what what else i can do in this world i was like what is it why am i here even like to feeling like this and um then i started analyzing because my mind is very analytical and uh, i looked into it and i said okay so where's the problem and i look uh it's not the money it's not the freedom uh i can i can have fun i can go uh and i can be anywhere where i want uh i have this freedom for the next five years so where the heck is the problem? And I said, well, the only problem that it has to be somewhere in here because I don't see anything else. And uh, at that moment I asked myself, so what is it that I know that can help me with this? Because that's where it is. And uh, I said, well, the only thing that I know that they say it works, it helps you with the mind and peace and harmony is yoga and meditation. I said, okay. And I was always about skateboarding, snowboarding, kitesurfing, uh, workouts, calisthenics. And uh, I said, well, I'm going to be doing yoga. I asked myself and I was, I was like, this is, not, this is not my thing. In that Airbnb where I was staying, I found a yoga mattress, a yoga, yoga mat. And I said, okay, so maybe this is a sign from the universe that I should give it a, give it a try. So I found a YouTube channel. I said, okay, uh, some lady that was doing cat cow, uh, down dogs. I said, okay, I can, I can look at this for 45 minutes a day. And I give myself uh, a month uh, to try with a twice a day meditation and once a day uh, yoga for 45 minutes. And uh, after a month and a half, I couldn't recognize myself, uh, the, the state of mind, the difference that it made in my life. And uh, I was so surprised. And since then, I never, uh, I never dropped on yoga. I, I do yoga daily. Uh, I can drop one or two days in the week maximum, but I do have my, my uh, practice. Um, and uh, it has been, I think, four years now since then, or five years already. And I, I have to say it saved my life <clears throat> because... I really haven't seen any light in that moment. And uh, I said, if the yoga and meditation doesn't work, then the balcony is going to be here. So I can always come back to it and re re rethink what I really want to do. And um, I think that was the darkest moment uh, in where I, but it gave me the darkest moment, gave, let me turn to solutions that I would never turn to. And uh, most of the people who start with yoga and meditation, <clears throat> they get into the same situation. They get into this really dark moment where they don't know what, how to move on with their lives. And um, then they are forced to try something different. And I think that it was the same thing for me. 
And as I said, uh, it's a tool that really, I have done a lot of sports, a lot of different things in my life, but none of those uh, moving things uh, have really got me into the state of mind that yoga can do. And uh, I think I don't have to, I don't have to understand why it is. Uh, for me, it's like about effectiveness. If it works, I have to try things and I want to know if I'm recommending it to a client that I'm coaching, I want to let them know, okay, this is a tool that works. Obviously you have to have them. It, we are individuals, so everybody's going to accept different things in their life. But uh, I just open the door for the people and give, give them, look, you can, you have to, if you are overthinking, you have to choose something from the mindfulness package and apply it on a daily basis because your mind needs to be worked on the same your body needs to be worked on. If you want to get to the balanced life um, state of uh, mind and create this happy life. So I think that was the, the, the moment. That was the moment for me. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting how I always find that anybody who's been um, to that point in their lives where they felt like I'm maybe happy to, 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 to end this now, I always find it interesting the people that can talk about it, the, um, the amount of clarity they can speak about it with, and it's almost... It's weird. It's sometimes like from maybe from the outside looking in, you might expect it to be um, a very emotional um, uh, expressing of words from the person that's telling you about um, their situation. But quite often it's not. It's very, it becomes quite dispassionate and it becomes a case where somebody has really found clarity because of that. Um, you know, it's, it's so interesting how something so, so dark you know, you literally your worst moments can lead you to some of your greatest. It just, you didn't know it at the time. Definitely. And uh, you know, they say also that for you to be happy, you also need to discover the other part. So like if you might be happy most of your life, but if you don't know what is on the opposite side, how do you know you don't value the feeling because you, you live in a certain place. Therefore, sometimes contrast in, contrasts in life are really good because we are able to see the bottom and uh, the top and then you know where you you know the the the, uh, the levels you know you you know the value of the moment so uh and also if someone is in that moment i think it's good to realize <clears throat> that we have chosen this life we have chosen this this moment we have chosen this uh, experience here so uh even when we are in that dark moment it's good to to realize this and uh know that uh even by finishing the life or just uh, jumping from the balcony, if I would do that, there is no solution. We will come back because we are souls that need to learn some sort of lessons. We will be put back to the same uh, story and it's not gonna, we're not going to escape the, the moment. So uh, knowing that makes it more easy for people sometimes to, to break through and try to look for solutions and uh, stay in the moment and realize, okay, what is it that I can do? How can I move myself forward? And I think it's, it's a great moment to be in because it helps many people really to look at life from a different perspective and really do things that they would not do. So sometimes the pressure or sometimes this kind of uh, situation that looks kind of that's difficult or there's no solution, is it's necessary uh, as far as horrible it could sound. Uh, so it, it's, it could be a starting point for, for, starting point for something great. So I think we're interesting. I think we're quite quite in tune today, Jacob. Because there's something I was just thinking before before you were answering that question is that one thing that's always helped me, and it's not something I've learned to be able to do in the moment. Maybe maybe with practice and experience I can. But I think there's there's two problems with like control and accountability. Is that I think sometimes and I'm, I don't exclude myself from this. We try to control the things we can't control and we don't take accountability that they think for the things that we can so the amount of times i'll see someone trying to control something it's like you will could try to do that for the rest of your life and this will not happen you you can't control it you may be able to influence but you can't control and then there's other things i've heard people say and look, there's just nothing i can do about that and i'm thinking there is actually an enormous list of things you could do about that how how do you think in your you know in your experience what's a good way to be able to um assess 
what we can control and what we can't, and then ultimately where we can take the accountability and control. Big question, so take your time. Well, I think uh, realizing how the life works can help with that. Uh, and uh, that, that could relate to, as you said, that you might have had a great day, you have been in the state of that everything flows and then you feel great and everything falls into place. It's like a puzzle that's basically putting together by itself. You're at the right time at the, at the right place. And that's also because you're in tune. And uh, sometimes understanding that uh, there is a life flow, that there is a universe, that there is, a, uh, there is this, this flow uh, of life uh, and we, we are able to be in tune with it or be out of tune. And if we are in tune with it, we are in, in faith. We, we believe that everything happens for a reason, that everything has a... Has a has a lesson for us, so there is no. Uh, everything that comes our way is either lesson or uh, or uh, we could be in the flow, or we we interrupt the flow and then we learn a lesson that's going to put us in, back in the flow because we learn. So uh, and also I feel they, this question also has to do something with our goals. So once we know uh, what we are trying to achieve or what what is the what we're after if it's we want to be happy we want to feel this way we want to most of us first have been looking at what we want to have uh and then we think that's uh, that's gonna that's gonna make us feel certain way but if we start looking into how we want to feel i think we get closer to the goals we get closer to um to the point of life, uh, which is which is in being being in this natural flow, being in uh, in a state, a balanced state where we can more observe than uh, react to things, and uh, all this has to do a lot with the balance. And uh, if your body is out of balance, you won't be able to be at peace with things. If your mind is not in balance, you will not be at peace with things either. Uh, if somebody is taking uh, your energy on a daily basis, then uh, even though your body and mind will, might be in the best uh, place, you will uh, probably lose on that end. So um, I went a little bit off track, but uh, I tried to touch a few points for that question that you have. Uh, hopefully it will give some insight. No, yeah, very, very, very helpful. I, I, there's something else that you said there, and you did mention it at the beginning of the podcast. I'm glad you brought it up again so I can revisit about when somebody takes your energy. Now, I accept that there might be people listening and saying, thinking to themselves, "You can't take someone's energy. What are you talking about?" But yeah, you know, I'm with you. I think that you can. I think you can absorb other people's energy, and sometimes I don't think that's very helpful at all. But I think people can take your energy there's a reason that people say oh i feel so drained when i when i speak to that person it's because they are literally like a dementor in harry potter just sucking the life force <laughs> out of you so how do you think it's a how is it what's a good way to recognize when there's a person or persons either mm -hmm. you know in your work or your, your your social circle that are are taking your energy from you mm -hmm. the the simplest way to this is once you finish a conversation, once you finish uh, a talk with someone, uh, once you leave a space, uh, once you, uh, uh, once you, uh, once something ends, you just stop and you observe how you feel. That's the easiest way to see uh, what kind of thoughts you have. Uh, or do you feel that you're lifted? Did this, did this conversation lift you up or did this conversation bring you down did this news lift you up or did this news brought you down because that's 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 what it's something can be charging you and something can be discharging you so if after watching the news you're spinning on fear and trying to figure out like look why 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 are people this and that and then you're in this uh thing then this is all your time that you could be dedicating to creating a new podcast about the topic that's positive and bringing some answers mm -hmm. so all this is where you put your focus is where the where you that's where your energy is going to go so that's one of the things. And then uh, for the people who want to go deeper in this, uh, there is a great book, which is called Celestine Prophecy. Uh, if you, uh, that's a really nice uh, explanation how people between each other uh, steal energy uh, unconsciously uh, because of the patterns that we have learned as a kid. So uh, someone who's creating, uh, let's say, creating drama and is, uh, you sit with them and they will, for uh, two hours, they will be telling you, 
how miserable their life is. Uh, that's that's how they unconsciously steal energy from you. You pay attention to them, you listen, but you leave that conversation and you're drained because you didn't get anything out of it. You just sit there and you you pour your energy into them by giving them your time and your focus and maybe giving them your advice and trying to help them and uh, trying to resolve. But uh, helping uh, when when there is this uh, two people are having a conversation that's healthy, both of them will, will leave from that conversation lifted, uh, charged, and they will, they will feel like, look, this was a great uh, conversation. They feel uh, empowered. So uh, recognizing in this book, uh, there are four, uh, four types of characters uh, of people and how they steal uh, energy between themselves. So one of them is interrogator, which is um, uh, a person who is looking into finding something wrong in somebody's talk. So they, usually this could be a people around religion. So they will try to see uh, what you, how you're living your life. And then they're gonna try to, to point on that where you're making your mistakes. And that's how they, how they make you feel guilty about yourself or question yourself. And that's how they steal the energy. Then there, uh, then there are people who are um, uh, using their power uh, basically to control you. That's, that happens a lot with, with parents and kids. They just don't ask. It's like they, they, they control, but they could be in relationships as well. So people who control by deciding without, without um, having a conversation with you and they just force you by, by, by words or by, by uh, power. So that's another way of stealing energy. And then there are some people, uh, and that was also my case, who are who create more of a they de, uh, detract from 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 other people they create a mystery and uh, they try not to uh, they wait for the other people to come in so if there is an argument for example between two people I was I was the kind of type that I would uh, lock myself for three days and not talk to my partner and uh, that way I'm sucking their energy because they want to they want to move on they want to resolve the situation but without me me acting this way there is no way so and what why is this important also because if people want to um, um, allow the life flow to happen uh, or being in that state of flow we need to recognize what is our own uh, energy stealing pattern what what is it that we have learned as our as a, as kids and uh, once we allow ourselves to get out of that, we are coming back to the flow. We allow the energy to flow uh, uh, fluently. And uh, we also recognize these patterns in other people. And if we do, then we don't allow, we, will, we can recognize it straight away. You say, okay, uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I cannot listen to your drama. You have to, this is your thing that you have to resolve. But recognizing it allows us to stay out of it. And then also creating borders between uh, in relationship and friendships that allows you so that nobody uh, oversteps your border and steal uh, uh, your energy or your time, your focus, uh, put you in a situation where you have to do something extra. So all this is related with energy and, and managing in relationship in, in people. Honestly, it's really interesting. I think the more, for whatever reason in my life, the more the energy has become a very re recurring theme and topic people I've met, spoken to, um, documentaries I've watched. It might not always be energy in, in relation to the human body, but it could be, you know, that flows through the world. And the, um, I, I can't remember which documentary it was, but it was about how the, the things that we previously thought were empty space in space is not, it's actually packed with mm -hmm. energy. It's, it's, you know, if you could take a, a picture, it would be, it would be a wash with, with energy. Um, Really, really interesting stuff. I, there's something I do want to talk about because we talked a bit about, you know, that, like fear and some of the, you know, the, maybe the more um, negative challenges that we face as people. Um, but I know that you see a bright future, right? I definitely believe in that because if we don't, what is it for us to let to, to what do we have left? Uh, there is something interesting that I just came across and that's uh, that everything that is created already has started as a thought, then it manifested through the words and then through action, it, we made it happen. So uh, we can do the same thing. And uh, coming back to the same point, once we realize that we can have the power when it comes to our body, uh, that's also a start of, we can we realize that we have the power to recreate the world. We, we have the power to create what we want. There is so much that we, we can live way better than we, what we're living at this moment. 
And uh, knowing that we have the power, uh, I think that's, that's the starting point. So what I have started also is um, randomly just speaking with, with, uh, with people that uh, I came across and asking them, what is their vision of, of the bright future? What, what, they would, what they can see? And that's why I also created ARC, which is, which is uh, a project where uh, like-minded people come together to, to focus on the positive side of things, uh, create something better uh, for, for uh, our future. And uh, I feel that if we start just thinking about it and not living in, okay, we have this current situation where we are right now and we are all soaked into it. But if we can step out of that and uh, try to look at um, what is it that we would really like to create, uh, ask, start asking ourselves what the future would look like. So if I would ask you, what would the future look like for you? What would, if you could imagine a future that you would like to live in, what would it look like? It's a, it's a massive question. I mean, for me, it would be a future where, um, creativity is is harnessed encouraged um where um systems of control were seen as guidelines not um not a necessity i would like to see a more uh, sorry no, a less divided society less polarization a little bit more acceptance that a person's negative actions doesn't define them as a person as a whole. I would love to see that. Uh, but, but most of all, I would like to see um, a world in front of us that we are given day to day. So say through media, um, media is a great example because it's our entertainment. It is our information source. I would love to see a media and entertainment industry with integrity i think that would be nice so we're getting the right information so people are encouraged to live their lives yeah and just and things are more more just more and more inspiring um levels of entertainment when i look at the, what we call entertainment now i hang my head like love island it's horrendous um you know we the reality shows everywhere the kardashians and i'm always thinking to myself well, i see it and i'm like who cares i have literally no interest on where where they're going today it's not that i have anything against them at all it's just i don't care it's not it's just like they probably don't care what i'm up to wherever i am um and you know like talent shows and the, the talent shows are great if somebody goes to ascendancy and achieves their dreams but for every one person that gets their dreams achieved there's thousands with them shattered um, on TV. You know, so that, uh, I would love to see more integrity and a more inspiring way of entertaining people. I, you know, I, I, I grew up um, wanting to be an actor and I was for a while. And one of the things that inspired me to do that is because that some of the movies I saw were so incredibly well made. The stories, the, the actors themselves, the characters that they portrayed. And we've moved now into this age of... Um, like blockbusters and explosions and and I don't like you know violence in movies doesn't bother me or anything like that but we seem to be overly dependent on the on the action and the you know the CGI car chase or spaceship chase or whatever it might be or the superheroes throwing each other through buildings and it's good and it is entertaining but it becomes very very similar very quickly you know and I think back to you know when people really made movies you know, movies yeah. that you, you follow because the story is pulling you through. The most recent example I can think of in that kind of maybe more iconic movie creation was uh, The Irishman, which Martin Scorsese did with Joe Pesci and De Niro and Pacino. Mm -hmm. um, but movies like that are so much less frequent now. And I, I, you know, and I kind of would love, love to go back. And they're not original either. It's either a remake of a successful movie before or... Uh, a reboot of a franchise that only ended five years ago and i'm like when you know they, when they said oh we're doing batman again i'm like oh my god i love batman uh, chris chris nolan's batman is the one of the best three films i think i've ever seen in terms of a trilogy uh, back to the future has to be up there actually but um but when i see that and then you see it start again it's just like but we've just done this like can we like, come on we're creative people we're, the people have created so much since we've been 
a society since we've had the ability to transmit through technology to other people through pictures or, or, or what became motion pictures, you know, we've got these talents, but we don't put them to use. We kind of just recycle where you, for me, there's more creativity and more integrity in, in that side of things would be nice and uh, less polarization and division would also be amazing. amazing. I, I can see what you said. I think it's and big part of that is also that everything is so focused on profits and recently and i think that's what steers the uh, they just analyze what's going to make money what's going to bring people to pay and it's not about uh, the creation and the soul of of creating it for loving the creation for doing what people really uh, they came there to to really create their movie they love the action they love to be the, the the character all of that if that turns if the second nature of it is just to really make living make profits you lose the soul and once you can feel that in the, the the movies are a great example of it like it's repeatable it's just like uh i love fast and furious but uh i i because i grew with cars and stuff but when you see the the the, the bs that's coming at the end like uh they just don't know what to throw in in the package like uh what what, what are we gonna do there next time it's gonna be on a mars and i'm like what, why it couldn't be a normal story that we can relate to on a daily day basis? Why does it have to be such a, such a crazy stuff? I mean, it's great that we have this space to create it in the way we want it, but there's so much more than just uh, repeated the, the same things that they have learned, like crash more cars, uh, more shooting, more, uh, I mean, it's, it doesn't, the story get lost and the real, uh, the soul, I feel it's the soul that's the disappearing out of those things. I think if you do everything with, with the, the real intentions and you put your soul into it, something beautiful is going to come out, no matter what kind of creation you own. So I feel the profits uh, have really taken a big part of the, the real, real stuff out of things. Yeah, we're, we're definitely a society that feels the need to measure everything. You know, how much, how much, how long. Whereas there's, you know, there's, there's, things that can't be measured that we experience and can do and provide each other. Um, well, they can't be measured yet. We don't know, but um, I think that sometimes I think that's where the really good stuff is. You know, the things that are tougher to quantify where I think that there's things in life that I experience. I don't know if you're the same and language just isn't enough to even come close to describing the feeling or the thought that you might be having, there actually aren't words to articulate it in a way that are, that is, sorry, that is true enough to the actual thought or feeling. And I get that. I wouldn't say I get it a lot, but there are moments where I'm like, words won't do here. I wish there was another way I could express what this is in my mind to you because it's a really amazing thing i'd love to share with you but i can't because i don't have the the words um so i don't know if you have you ever experienced anything like that well there are uh, i i call it describing a color that doesn't that you have never seen before uh it's uh you can spend as much time as you want explaining it but if the people have never seen the color what how do they relate to it so uh i feel there are moments like that that i have lived that uh it's better for people to live to 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 get to the to show them the way how they can experience it uh, rather than explaining it with the words uh, because some of that is not explainable as you said uh, and everybody is going to reflect on it in a different way so opening the door for them and living them so for example after the month and a half with yoga and meditation I felt like uh, something that I have never felt before that my body expanded like I was outside of uh, my boundaries of, of where my skin ends, that's where my body didn't end. And it was like a circle around me and I was walking on the street and it was so such an interesting moment. And I was like, whoa, what is this? What is this? I, and when I describe it to people, I don't think uh, they can relate to it because I would not be able to relate to it myself because even if I would describe it to myself because it's something that I have never experienced. So I think um, that's... That's probably just what I can, what I have to say to, yeah. to uh, what you just. I mean, about. some of the things that we've been talking about today, we're talking about 
big, 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 big concepts, things that require a lot of dedication and time to, to really go into and understand. So I think what would be good to know is where, if people want to sort of want to find you, Jacob, and they want to go, right, I need to hear more about, um, fear, I need fear, I need to hear more about um, how to take control of my own health um, through, you know, mind, body, spirit, energy. How do they find you? Where can they come to find you and work with you and talk to you some more? So I think the best way to connect is on, uh, they can find me on Facebook, uh, Jacob Ark, uh, A-R-K. And uh, I have a website, which is uh, a, re a Resilient Kind. Uh, uh, that's, that's where they can see more about the community. They can see more about uh, the ideas about the bright, bright future uh, concept. Uh, they can also find uh, the online course there uh, when it comes to self-healing. Um, I think that that would be the places to, to reach out. I also have an Instagram, but I'm not as active on Instagram. Uh, so uh, the Instagram is you the healer, but I would have to check because I don't even remember the, the right. Uh, I think there are dots between there or underscores. So uh, that's, that's, uh, that's where people can reach out. I think the Facebook is the safest way. Okay. Thank you. Well, look, Jacob, thank you for a, a fascinating conversation. And um, it's weird that energy keeps cropping up in the, in the 23. I was talking to a lady called Kathy, uh, Dr. Kathy Brown uh, a couple of weeks mm -hmm. back now. Um, and, and she was very passionate about energy. And, uh, and so it's, it's fitting, I suppose, that you have, um, elaborated more and from a different angle today so I hope that people listening are taking some value and if they haven't even taken value I hope it's provoked some thought because you know it's important that we consider other options you know everything isn't always as it seems that you know we don't have to accept um, the reality that everybody else accepts we can you know we can understand our own reality and we can decide how we how we pro, uh, progress forward so i hope that people have started to think about that a bit because i certainly have so i've taken a lot from the conversation personally so i'm grateful for that jacob thank you um but for now we will say that we'll sign off there so from from now on guys this is the 23 i'm chris kirkby and i'll see you soon